and then the commission yeah. sh- like no we can't go that far like it was a mi- it was a how three and a half minute walk to, to to go from the lot like we were gonna have escorts escort like oh get the my. next fighter all that stuff and the and the commission like totally poo pooed it see I've fought for a lot of different promotions and I, I'm not just saying it's because you know I'm here you guys do it the best like nice. I've done Muay Thai I've done kickboxing now multiple MMA fights you guys from head to toe top to bottom it you you feel like you're the real the, the next the next best thing would be the UFC or Bellator. In my opinion. Well, that's what we try to do. I mean, we really like we go through all these lengths to make it like we do it for a m- multiple reasons. We do it for us, but we do it for you guys too. Oh, yeah. It's not like, and so we work really hard to like p- provide a spotlight and for it to be a mini UFC, a mini Bellator. It, honestly, it feels like that. The only gripe I have with you guys is when I fought for you back right during the pandemic, I was in the back getting my hands wrapped. And the show started, so now I'm in the back, and I got Mike Wilkins and AJ Wilkins with their flashlights out, mm. wrapping my hands like wrapped, and I'm like, oh my god, this is the worst rap job ever. I have no idea how I got signed off on. But what, what was that um, during the pandemic? That was during the pandemic. So, yeah, I'm just busting balls right now. What, 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 but, but where was? Oh, the back that was, was yeah, just the, the in, back, in. Listen, the main, you guys started yeah. the show, and like all the I didn't know you like all the lights cut out and everything's on the cage. Mm. And Mike's like, oh my god, I can't see. So now we're back here with our cell phone flashlights, lighting it up. Like so, you're so you're complaining because you got a fight over the pandemic. Is that what you're? No, because everyone else was complaining because you cut no, the lights when my hands were getting wrapped. Nice. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna go nice. punch this kid and break my wrist. No, I'm 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 just I'm I know, just. I know. Dude, I appreciate for sure all the love about talking about us. That means a lot to us. We do, like Ryan said, we focus on that. Like it's not an accident that things are that way. We plan everything out. You know, we invest, like Ryan said, invest in a lot of stuff. That camera right there, we use for all that 4K footage during the fight, which you got maybe the best use of you that do, camera right? out of anybody. Yeah. Yet. I think that's the best. That's why you guys were like knock out of the air. I was like, I got that. <laughs> I didn't even bat an eye. They're like, yeah. Julian's knockout was pretty nasty as Sheldon. I'll give him that nine seconds, but it just straight up mine was clean. In, pulled. Dude, in terms of a one shot, just sexy. Not, you know what, Danny? Pull it up. Pull yeah, it up. Why wait? Why wait? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have it ready to go. Oh, I mean, well, I didn't plan to get to it this quickly, to be honest, but here we are. Mike Hula, the Mike Wilkins Hula dance. Dude, this is Dude. where this is where I, I ran up to Mason and I was like, just tell him not to swear. Just <laughs> tell him not to swear. That's honestly what I was thinking in my head right after that, because I was like, Ryan's gonna be over there having an aneurysm when I get on the mic, like, oh my god, don't say nothing crazy. It's funny because I don't care if you say something crazy, yeah. just keep it like at least like, it's family friendly. Yeah. Family Try friendly, to be as yeah. family friendly as possible. I wasn't involved with your first fight. Like I wasn't part of the promotion at that time. So I didn't see it. And then when Ryan was telling me after the fact, he's like, bro, Visoki on the mic could be a problem. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's cool. So prior to that fight, that kid had a bunch of his friends messaging me, running their mouths, oh. making memes and all this and all that. That's why I kind of got a little. No, I, 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 so don't get me wrong. I like controversy. I'm okay with all that. Right. 
It was just yeah, you know, no, yeah, yeah. curses on the verses. I got gotcha. you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but, I forgot I was in an MMA fight. That's why I reached over, I was like, bang, and I was like, oh my god, I just stomped this kid. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I just knocked him out. I'm about to get DQ'd. I just remember looking at Chip, and I'm like, okay, it's Chip. We might, we might, we might be we okay. Might I thought you were getting DQ'd. <laughs> same. North side. Not, not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I was just like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Like, make another meme now. Meme, meme that. Meme that. Meme that. Meme that. Yeah, but, I, w- I was uh, I didn't like that. I will. No, I honestly, there's that's one thing I do regret doing because I was like, ah, that was kind of classless. Yeah, yeah. The thing, like, I like that you mentioned that because you also mentioned Julian's knockout. If you remember, Julian like didn't stop. The referee was pulling him off, and Julian was still trying to put. Like, it was a, it was bad on Julian's part for sure. And he apologized profusely. You know, assured us it would he never knew, happen. He knew he'd yeah, do, he knew. Yeah, he knew. He knew he messed up. Yeah. But what's going through your head in that moment? As a fighter, you're in the heat of the moment. Like, how hard is it to step back and be like, bro, I got to be calm? I mean, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. I was, I thought I killed him at first. I'd seen his eyes roll in the back of his head, and I was just thinking, like, hit him again. But he's, Des was such a nice guy yeah. that I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm seeing him and his wife, your girlfriend, whoever she is to him prior to. And I'm like, you you showed me respect prior to the fight, so I will show you some type of respect. You know, I mean, I just blasted you into another dimension, so yeah, pushed him over. But if um whoever that referee was, if he didn't grab me right there, I would have just followed up. Yeah, you know, just one good one like uh, Henderson did the Bisbing, the flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, and that's what uh, you know. The the referee's job is to make sure you don't do that. He like, was he was quick so, on it too, yeah. man. He was yeah. real quick. But the, like, I just wonder if 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 you like. Part of the push was like your momentum's going into him anyway, and like no, I knew he was out on. The, I okay. watched his eyes roll in the back of his head. And yeah, it was like little Tweety birds I, up there. I kind of wonder how long it would have taken him to fall because he was he was pretty still. Part of me was also scared too because uh, you guys know who Rocky Long is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've sparred with Rocky, and I have cracked Rocky before to the point where he was kind of like Des was, and he came back up and it was perfectly fine. And I'm like. What if this kid comes back up? So I was just like, push. All right, yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's it's, actually it's over. Yeah, yeah, it's over. Yeah, They're, when that when the when landing wakes you back up. Yeah, right. <laughs> that hap- I've you see that in fights all the time, which makes absolutely no scientific sense to me. Like, how can another shot wake you back up? Uh, the only one I can think of off the top of my head was when uh, Ben Askren was fighting Robbie Lawler, and Robbie Lawler yes. beat him into unconsciousness, and then he woke back up, just popped, yeah, got that just came right back. It happens from time to time. But that yeah. that knockout of Desmond, like you said, it was cool because I saw you guys after the fight too. Tons of sportsmanship with you too. Des is a great guy. But when you get one that's that clean, how, like how good did that feel? I mean, I expected it. I always expect to knock someone out, but that's kind of what like live by the sword, die by the sword. I think the coolest thing for me was, so because we're open stance and it's not conventional uh, orthodox orthodox, I pulled to the my left as as opposed to pulling back and. Uh, Jonas Rubiano, we were in the locker room warming up, and I'm pulling. He goes, why are you pulling back? It's open stance. Pull to the left. He's like, he's going to overextend. He's pull back. Mm. Bang. Fire on him. It's done. And I was like, all right. That's yeah, stout like, coaching. Best coaches around. It's like having a cheat code in your corner. Mike Wilkins and Will Morrell, insane. Yeah. Insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I Prior to me going to stout, I was at a little uh, hole in the wall called Top Tier at OG Coach. Mike Willis, great dude, but uh, 
just, he was old school, man. You know what I mean? Like, I remember going back to the corner thinking like, all right, what's my instruction? He's like, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. I wouldn't be losing, but I'm thinking like, I need some type of, right. like, give me something more to read. And it's just go hit him with the left. Like, just go bang him with the left. I'm yeah. Like, all right, man. If it's working, it's working. Well, how, how long you been at Stout now? A little over two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah, I've only been doing MMA for three, maybe four, something what, around What there. made you, like, was it Jamie that told you to go to Stout? No, no. So, actually, it was uh, Jonas. Jonas and AJ Wilkins. After my second MMA fight, I fought Cole Masick in West Virginia. The, I think it was the Mountaineer Casino or something like that. I remember I was sitting, I lost, because I had no jujitsu at the time. I was basically just striking. Uh, he took me down in the third. We were, you know, talking some crap on the ground. And I'm like, all right, how about, I don't know how to get up. So I tried running along the fence. He put me in a head and arm and just got me with, like, 30 seconds left. I'm in the locker room all pouting and this and that, you know, down on myself. And A.J. Wilkins comes over. He goes, dude, I'm such a fan. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what do you mean? I was just, I got choked out in front of a room full of people. What do you mean? He's like, Dude, you come to fight, you need to start coming to Stout. Like, we'll we'll show you how to do jujitsu. We'll teach you this. We'll teach you that. And I'm like, I mean, maybe I don't know. I really like where I'm at. I would feel like a traitor. These people have invested all this time into me. And he was like, I'm, I'm telling you, man. So I started going down there on Saturdays to train. And uh, long story short, top tier got bought out by some other dude who turned into like a women's kickboxing place and really wasn't about having fighters and. Was giving us like two hours a week to train. I'm training two hours mm. a day now, mm -hmm. at min at minimum. You know what I mean? So I was like, if I'm gonna transition, it's it's gonna be the time now. Right. Made, made the switch, and it's honestly the best thing that I've ever done. There was someone else fighting out of there too. Who was the other top uh, tier? Out of top tier. When I was there, I was the only MMA. There fighter. was Land Landefeld used to train there. Drew. Oh yeah. yeah, I used to train with Drew. That's true. Oh, he's fighting on that card. He I is. love that kid, man. Yeah, dude. He's He's a lunatic. Everyone's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. I'm like, no, Drew is crazy. He's a scrapper, man. He brings it. So That's wh funny. where did you live when you were training at Top Tier? Are you, is I, it still I, the same? Yeah, I'd still live in the north side. Okay. I'll never leave. <laughs> I'll never leave. I'm. My plan is to buy back the neighborhood and just make it nice. You know, there you go. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But <laughs> Where are you at in the north side? <sighs> like how far away from like, you know, given to fly? Uh, I can hear the Steeler. <laughs> I can hear this. I can hear this. Oh, Federal Galley. It's like a seven-minute drive. Okay. I hear the Steeler games from my front porch. Nice. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That's like Yinzer heaven right there. Just sit out there and listen. I love the North Side because it's such. I call it a gumbo. You get the best of everything. Now. Okay. Like my street's nice and quiet. You know, everyone tight knit community. You go one street over, it looks like New Jack City. You're a little, <laughs> little weary about where you're walking, paying attention, but you got. It, you get the best of the best and the worst of the worst. Then you get the historical district. You get the like uh, museums and oh yeah, man. You, you got, got everything. You got everything you want. Coach Will True. Will Morrill lives in the north side. Really? Yeah, man. Wow. He's in the nicer part. But I he used they used to always chop my you know chop me up about it. Oh north side, north side, north side. And then I found out he lived over there. And I was like, Will, honestly, how do you like it? He's like. It's all right. Over there. He's like, I can't complain. So he's a, he he moved there fairly recently. Uh he's probably been there for a little over a year now. Okay. Now he got a permanent house. I think he just built one. Him and his wife. Nice, Very nice. Beautiful. Where were, do you know where he was at before? Uh, 
He was in. The, he was renting for a little bit in the north side, but prior to that, I think he was over in like Squirrel Hill area. Gotcha. We got to get him on the podcast, man. I don't know much about him. He's like the wild genius. card and all that. Yeah, that dude is a the way genius. people talk about him is incredible. He, if I had to pick one person that had the biggest uh, impact on my career so far, it'd be him hands down. Mm. Absolutely, just turning me from just a fighter, just going in there and hucking and you know doing all that to actually thinking. To, Turning me from a savage to a sophisticated savage. Nice. You got to be tough to fight. It's the bare minimum. But once you start thinking, like that's what makes Dalton Rasta so good on top of all his other intangibles, like freak athlete, crazy strong speed and all that. But like anytime I get to work with Dalton, I'm always picking his brain. Hey, this situation, that situation. How, what do you think about this? How, what are your views on that? Like just getting to really understand like how someone thinks and what makes them successful, what type of mindset they have. That's why I think that dude's going to be a world champ. He's an animal dude. And Bro. it's such a, he's analytical. He like, he, yeah. like, he's obsessed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he's you a ha- scientist. You have to be, you have to be, I meet some people. I've met a lot of people. They, they fight just cause they are like, Oh, I like fighting. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I don't, if in my honest opinion, if you're not in this to be a champion and to be the best, you should not do this because somebody is going to hurt you very bad. Mm-hmm. You're going to run into somebody that they take this very seriously. This is their livelihood. This is all they do. And they are going to bust you up. Yep. Did you listen to Dalton's podcast with us? If I, you didn't, I, it's I got, no big I, deal. No, I've seen a couple clips. <laughs> I've seen a couple clips. I try to stay offline a lot, man. Yeah. A lot of people get drawn into the social media and the online. I'm, I'm a real True. world kind of guy. Yeah. That's probably the way to be. So you don't you don't avoid that because like any negativity or anything, or do you just not like being? In I that just don't, I just feel like it's a waste of time. Like mm-hmm. if I I got a girl, my like my girlfriend was a scroll on TikTok, and next thing you know, like forty five minutes goes by, and I'm like, we could have went for a walk or a jog or lifted weights or did did something progressive. I just feel like it just like kills the brain. Sucks your time, sure. basically, man. Sure, makes you unproductive. I like doing stuff. Yeah. I'm the, one of them people. Definitely, man. And the only reason I asked was because Dalton talked about his insane dedication. And he said he's never drank alcohol in his life to this day. Like, yeah. that blew my mind. Like, that's a totally different level of dedication. That's like the opposite of you. There's never been Bro, a day that I didn't drink yeah. alcohol. Like, damn, you, you can just not drink? No, that's yeah. an option? He's, uh, he's told me, like, before he'll go out, he'll take like an extra scoop of pre-workout just so you like feel something. Hype. I'm like, wow, man, that's yeah, that that is some dedication right there, dude. Doesn't take vodka; he takes pre-workout. Oh, unbelievable. That's why he's built like that. Dude, yeah, it's, how ridiculous is that? I hate dude? how he it, looks fake. A lot of times they use my body, like when they when he's not in shape, like they'll use they'll they'll Photoshop his his face on my body it just gets to be embarrassing like dude work out yeah oh man do something with you know what see i'm i don't if you feel good about yourself like i don't have an ideal body if you if i took my shirt off right now you'd be like oh he looks like an average guy till you seen me fight like (laughs) you don't have to look like an action figure to be able to whoop somebody yeah yeah. uh adesanya said that that's why i love it because like the first time i ever fought uh it was a muay thai fight i fought against somebody from stout I remember I'm getting ready to walk out and I get in the ring and little feeling a little awkward. It's the first fight and people are like looking and snickering and laughing. And the uh, one of my te- the, his current teammate now he comes out and he's jacked. He's jacked and people are like, "This is about to be a one hitter quitter." This kid's getting slept and we slugged it out <laughs> for three rounds. Like I remember my coach was nervous actually. We're like we're standing there. He's like, 
<laughs> like, I, I was so offended. I was like, "You think I'm about say, to get? You think I'm about to get beat up?" That's what a fighter wants you to see. You think I'm about to get beat up? I said, "I'm a gangster, and I'm about to go do some gangster shit." Watch this. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a true story. You can ask Mike Demko about that. He was there. <laughs> Who was the opponent? If his you name can was say. his name was Dante Hall. Okay. I don't think I know Dante. Is he still around? Uh, he's a military dude. He's gotcha. somewhere right now. He'll be, he'll be back. But yeah, I was talking to him after the fight. I'm like, man, how long have you been training? You're an animal. He's like eight months. Mm. And I start talking to Andy Anderson because I didn't. I knew who Mike Wilkins was from right. Stout, and that was really about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Andy Anderson was like, yeah, that kid's been training for five years. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm like, dude, I've been doing striking for three months. Yeah. Like, Maybe he was talking about like MMA training. I don't know. Versus oh, jiu-jitsu. A lot of people were like, how long should I train? How long did you train? I was like, I am... Don't, don't, don't ask me. Don't ask don't me. Yeah. I've been training on the streets. <laughs> no, yeah. I, no, not really, because like all my street fights would go back. I boxed growing up a little bit and wrestled for a while, so it'd be one, two, level change, and I'm slamming you. Right, like, it was never right. nothing technical. Yeah, and you talked about it a lot, but you lost a ton of weight in uh, your life just to get here. Like, Was that a conscious decision? Uh, yeah. Okay. I got so fat. I just like, I hated looking at them. I wouldn't even look in the mirror. Mm. I was just a slob. I mean, I was always the athletic fat kid, but then I stopped playing sports, you know, stopped doing everything, was just boozing and drugging all the time. And just, I hated my life. I hated myself. Didn't want to look in the mirror. And one day I just was like, enough. I'm not dealing enough. You know, I was working for Amazon delivering packages. And I had this dude who he was like a mentor for me. He's like, well, what do you really want to do? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to beat people up. (laughs) He's like, well, can you do that and not get in trouble? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it was like uh, jujitsu because it was the only thing I could think of that would like related to wrestling kind of. So I started doing jujitsu, did that for about a year. And then uh, the striking coach there, Mike, Mike Willis was like, Hey, you think about striking? I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm doing jujitsu because I want to fight. Mm hmm. Every day I'd be in there, when do you think I can fight? When do you think I can fight? When do you think I can fight? And they're like, well, if you really want to fight, there's a Muay Thai card coming up. You know, you've only been doing this for three months. I don't recommend doing that. But if you want to, I was like, yeah, sign me up. Nice. Sign me up. How old were you when you made that decision to start getting serious, losing weight, getting in shape? 20, like 25, 26. Okay. So fairly recent development still. Yeah, I was, uh, I was out wild. Like I got shot probably a couple of months before I started training. I was Damn. hanging. What? Wait, you did a shot? No, no, I like got, sh- shot? I got No, I got shot. Like actually, like physically. Here, I'll show you. Hold up. Oh, he's he's stripping down. There it is. So yeah, I was uh, hanging around some questionable people, and somebody wanted my stuff, and I thought he was fucking me. I was like, yeah, go fuck your mother. I got hit right here. Oh my god! And it came out over here. And I didn't even know I got shot till I got to my car because that's not the first time somebody's ever pulled a gun on me. And I'm thinking like, yeah, okay. He was a younger kid too. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And next thing I know, shots are flying. I run to my vehicle. I'm in there and peeling off. And I'm like, my arm feels kind of funny. I'm like, oh my God, I got shot. So now I'm <sighs> panicking at this point. So yeah. I'm like, do I go to the hospital? Because then they're going to ask me, well, why'd you get shot? Where sure. are you at? What are you doing? I just kind of went home, poured some peroxide in it and laid in bed. <laughs> Dude, that is the most gangster thing <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. Just poured some peroxide on it and went I, to bed. What was I going to do? I woke up. My girlfriend's freaking out. There's blood all in the bed. She's like, why is there blood everywhere? I was like, yeah, I got shot. She's like, what do you mean you got shot? I'm oh like, oh, my God. I was not. I, I say things and laugh. And you know, a lot of people think I'm joking when I'm talking about things. I grew up rough, hard. And I try to tell people, like, it's not 
it's not a game where I grew up at. Like I said, it's a gumbo. You have some very nice places, but devil's advocate, there's going to be something just as equally as bad. Like mm-hmm. I used to fight all the time as a kid. I'd get jumped on a regular basis at the bus stop. Just they're like, Hey, this kid's standing here by himself. Boom, 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 boom. And get pummeled on. Like that's insane. That's kind of where I got the toughness from. So I'm like, yeah. you mean to tell me you can lock me in a steel cage with a one, an individual one-on-one. No one's going to kick me in the back of the head or hit me with a brick. I could, we can fight and see who's better. Sign me up. Like, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. You would think like with that background that maybe you would hate fighting. Like that would make you despise it because you're always worried about it. So what about you made you like, no, I enjoy this and I'd like to do it, but in a more reasonable setting. Because if it was one-on-one, I never got beat up. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it was one-on-one, I never lost. Like, that's my thing. And I hate people who are like, I've never lost a fight. I'm like, you've never fought enough then. Like, you've never... Because there's like, you know, I picked a couple fights here and there. Sometimes I picked the wrong guy and I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got lumped up. That's that's what it came down to. That's great. Oh. Dude, I, I want to see like the Visoki street fighting. You need to go on like street beefs. I want the street beef real. No, <laughs> Listen, I was a fighter before I ever knew I was a fighter. I'd fight on a wrestling mat. There's a video of me somewhere fighting during a football game. Nice. This kid was chop block. You know what a chop block mm-hmm. is? Yep. This dude kept chop blocking me. I said, you chop block me again. We're fighting. He said, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Next play, he went to do it. I stuffed his face in the dirt. Started <laughs> blasting with some uppercuts. And he's, I'm punching his helmet too. My, yeah, I, right. I gave no Fs. He's standing up and I'm just throwing bombs and they run over and rip me off. I'm like, he's trying to blow my knee out. Like, how right. dare I protect myself? Punch like, him in the helmet. Oh, but dude, it's how dare the how great equalizer. You can't punch him in the helmet. He could blow out your knee, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> I used to get dirty and then pile it, brother. I'd poke you in the eye, twist your ankle, say things hey. about your mother. Nice. <laughs> nice. What position did you play? I played nose guard. That's crazy to think now, being that you fight at 170. You can't imagine a 170 nose guard. What, so what did you weigh exactly? At my biggest? Yeah. At my biggest, I was 267. It was, And it was all gut. Like yeah. you could, if you poked me, I'd probably bleed gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, I'd go, No, no. I'd definitely bleed some gravy. I was a big dude, man. Because it's like, I don't know. Like I said, I came, grew up rough. And I, I had sports scholarships. I had offers for wrestling. My, I had an uncle that was a state champ, so they always tried to push me down that path. But then it was just, I was like, this ain't for me. This ain't for me. You got friends making fast money, family members making fast money. And as a kid, you're like, you grew up with nothing. So you're like, man, why am I going to go work a job or try to go to college and do all these things? And I could stay home and hang out here and make a couple hundred bucks a day, like make a thousand dollars. I can make two thousand dollars on a weekend. You're not making that at work in mm-hmm. a week's time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but then risk reward. No one, no one ever wins that game. Sure. No one ever wins that game. I don't care how successful you get. It's not a, it's not something you want to do. I try to tell people, like kids my age, I'm like, dude, younger than me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's that's don't not the route. That's not the route. Not you the wanna, lifestyle. That's either. not the route I mean, you want to go down. Yeah, it looks nice. You got chains it, and it cars does, and but girls. You're always but worried. Like, you're always like. Paranoid, you're yeah, you end up getting shot. What? <laughs> <laughs> Not that he would know. Yeah, yeah. Speaking from experience here, but there's something that happens. I feel like when guys lose a ton of weight, especially athletic guys, lose a ton of weight, they carry power with them as they lose weight. Like you look at Jared Cannonier in the UFC. Yeah. Perfect example. Cuts used to be a heavyweight, now 185, just a machine. Do you feel like that's actually helped you now as you continue to fight? I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say so. 
But yeah, the goal is to go down to 55 when I turn pro. So that's that's soon. Wilkins and uh, Marill got me on a special diet, and we're just working our way down. We got one more at 170, and then for the pro debut, it's going to be 55. Oh yeah, that's exciting. Well, I guess we saw that the power carried early oh, <laughs> for yeah. sure. I thought that that fight, that clip we've posted, and it got hundreds of thousands of views and stuff. But I know. Hundreds it's, of thousands, is, didn't it? A, at the beginning, a, a, across honestly across all platforms, there's been a fair Dude, amount. Dude, there's of a views ton. On, of I mean, views it's on been that a thing. ton of views, but I didn't know. It I think it clipped those it. Listen, I feel like it clipped it. I couldn't even look at my phone for like three weeks after that it was just <laughs> constant and we and we constantly kept it blown. going i know too. i yeah, loved yeah. it was, i absolutely yeah. loved it i never knew how hard i hit till after i fought that uh that kid during a pandemic for you guys because i remember i cracked him and he fell and i followed up and i'm out i'm outside the cage talking to the doctor and wilkins just like yo, yo, yo. i'm like dude i'm talking to the doctor give me a second he's like look and they were loading that kid in the ambulance mm. and he was just over there like and I looked up because you can look up results afterwards. That kid had to get a neurological test or a neuro test, whatever, yeah. just for all your senses. After that. I was like, "Oh, I really crack cerebellums mm-hmm. when I hit. I just start throwing my left more." <laughs> yeah, the left is freaking lethal. But what I want to say is like, as much as we've seen that highlight, that was a competitive fight up to that point, man. That was a really good fight. People might think that was like the first round or something when they see the fight, but that was last round, crunch time, like. I don't know. I'm just putting away in the second. Yeah. He started coming on strong. He was very in shape. I'd like, he could take a punch. But I don't know. I, I Majority striking. It's like my last fight that I lost. I got subbed in the first round. I, I've been acquiring all these new tools throughout my amateur career. And you never really know how good they are until you use them in a fight. Like my right. rest, like I'm not a wrestle heavy guy. I'm a punch you in the face kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna go out there and try to wrestle with this kid a little bit. Worst comes to worst, it doesn't work. I'm just gonna blast him. Yeah. Okay? I don't know. The wrestling was working, and he stopped. And then in the third round, I'm in the corner. Rubiano and Will are like, "Why are you wrestling him? Punch him in the face and let's go home." <laughs> <laughs> nice. They were like, "Why are you grappling? Punch him in the face hey, and let's go home." You can't deny the game plan. Those stout guys got the game plan, man. I know you saw the clip nine and zero with us. Yeah. In this year, that's insane. Stouts undefeated, Indios undefeated, and we've got a stout versus Indio matchup on this fight card Saturday. How hype are you? Just you're not on the card, but how hype are you for your teammates? I I get so hype. I get no, more nervous for them to fight than I do for me to fight because mm-hmm. it's like I'm used to like if my friends fight, I can jump in. Obviously can't do that, but uh, wait, it's Logan, Logan's verse, and uh, that one of the Cahill, yeah, 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 it's gonna be good. It's a good fight. What's Logan like? Because we've never seen him fight, we don't know much about him. How is Logan? He's a sweetheart, very laid back, chill. Like, if you looked at him, you'd be like, oh, he's a dork, but he's a savage. It's like, you ever. You ever take do jujitsu? Mm-hmm. You're on the mat. You look at this guy like, look at this pencil pusher. And the next mm-hmm. thing you know, he's twisting you up like yeah, a pretzel. Yeah. Like Cam Allgaier. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know no, that you weren't a Cam Allgaier fan. I don't know, dude. I'm not a fan of a lot of people. A lot of people aren't fans of me, but that's fair. You don't have to like everyone. That's part of the fun, right? You don't have to like everyone. Part of the game. I just, <laughs> there's more to that than meets the eye. I mean... I know a little backstory of that. Oh, right? you tell me. Let me t- tell me. I'll answer it. Well, I, I mean, I know that like you at one point and Sid were talking, and she used to date him. So is there was that? Oh, d- listen. Uh, that's what I'm Bro- putting brother. Together. I am God's gift to the world. All right. <laughs> 
I don't worry about. Listen, I, in all he's, honesty, he's I don't. He's throwing out a WWE promo. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Let, let, yeah. let me let this go. Listen, I honestly don't care about like. If I'm talking to a girl and she's like, oh, my ex is my ex at. Look, I don't care. I don't compare myself to anyone. I do me because I know who I am and I know how I am. So if you fumble the bag and you mess up, that's on you. And you got to live with that decision. I don't. So it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that. I want to beat up Chase Boyd because he said, because he told Sidney Ross he could beat me up. That's why I want to whoop him. And also because you offered me him one time Mm -hmm. when I... I hit you up about that title fight. Mm-hmm. You were like, he's turning pro. Do you want to fight Chase? But here's the weird thing with you and Chase is like, it seems like you guys are boys sometimes. And then it seems like you guys want to want to do the dip. No, because I'll beat him up on site. Like, I'm not, I don't need a cage to fight him. I will fight him the next time I see him. So you, the, so there's real beef this, there. Yeah, for me. Because yeah. I thought it was like, like, a, like you guys were in cahoots. Like, yeah, we'll fight, but you guys were still like friendly with each no, other. Listen, so but it's turned into like. So prior to me going to Stout, I would every Friday I would drive up to Armazani's. It was be a 45, 50 minute drive for me to go train with him. I was going up there all the time training. When I'm fairly new, we're going up or we're getting it. Well, he stopped showing up because you really shouldn't leak what's going on in the gym. But I'll straight up say it. Like I would start and kick his ass. Basically, he was a way better jujitsu dude than me. But now that I figured out all you want to do is dive and hold my legs for the round. Cool. I can keep you a distance and touch you up. That's uh, Dempsey would be up there training with us, too. That's how I met Chris Dempsey was through him. And uh, mm. Chase wouldn't be there. So I'd go up there and get mauled by Dempsey for about an hour. And that's really started to bother me. I'm like, dude, you got me driving an hour one way just to come train and you're never here. So that started rubbing me the wrong way, and then you offered me that fight, and I said, yeah, sure, that's my boy, but I'll fight him, because there's there's not a lot of 170s around here, right? and there can only be one champion. Like, listen, man, we'll, we'll go handle our business in the cage, what happens, happens, and then you know, I'll buy you a beer afterwards. We'll have a beer, a shot, whatever you want, smoke a joint, don't matter to me. <laughs> like, well, and that's the thing, like, for us, like, we're like, hey, let's, like, these two are, you know, would be a good bout, like, let's... And, and some of the coaches get mad at us, like, if we even suggest a fight. Like, we're, like, fine if coaches turn it down or whatever, but, like, we don't know who's friends with who. And, like, if a fight makes sense to us, we're just we're just seeing if it if, if that's an agreeable fight or not. But, got, like, coaches will get mad at us. Yeah. See, that's – fighting is a very selfish sport. It has to be about you. That's – I get cross training in other gyms. I really do because Pittsburgh's so small. You need that. You we need to go to the mat factory to get that quality of grappling. You need to come to Stout to learn from Will to get that quality of striking. Mm-hmm. You need to go to the academy and learn from Kama to get the experience and bring it all together. We don't have a pipeline gym like in Arizona or a California or a Florida. Right. But here's the thing, man. Somebody got to be the guy. Like somebody got to be the guy, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my career on the back burner for you because we train together a couple times. Yeah. I want the belt. I'll fight whoever, whenever it doesn't matter to me. I've never said no to a. F- the only time I've ever been like, hey, I can't fight was when my uh, my boy had that wedding. But I was like, cool, you got another date for me because I'll fight that dude. We, me and Damone were supposed to fight like three times. Yeah, but he got injured. I got injured. He got injured. And it just it never lined up. So mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't matter to me. We're fighters. No one's supposed to tell you when to fight. They should tell you when not to fight. Right. That's how I look at it. Well, that's evident with who you are in general. I mean, we talked about it with your upbringing and everything, dude. You're ready to fight. That's never in question. And I think that fight with Chase was, besides put all the drama aside, that's a good fight. That's an awesome fight. I tell you, I starch him. We talked about that fight. I starch that kid. Several times. First round. Like different times. Yeah, I know. I starch him first round. Because... 
we you and I talked about it a while back, and then you brought it up after you, after that knockout to me at the like right after you said I want the I want the you said I want a title fight. I was like, said you, you're only cage. on one. You're only yeah, on one. one. You win another fight, we'll we'll do that. And then you went and took a fight somewhere else. Well, listen, they <laughs> offered they offered me a title fight, sure, man. They, sure. you know, like I'm gonna do like I love uh, you guys. No, absolutely, you, you gotta hey. do what's best for you, right? Yeah, we absolutely. just went over that. <laughs> you gotta do what's best for you. See, we we like we are very. That's why I love you guys. You don't care. You're like, hey, man, if somebody's gonna do something for you better than what we can offer. Go for it. Yeah, we're, not gonna hold, we're not going to hold it against you. Absolutely. Why would we do that? You don't play games. Like if you got to do what's best for you. We, you know, we we think that most of the time we're going to be what's best for fighters around here. But sometimes you have an opportunity. Like you go after a meaningless belt. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I literally I got that contract. Nice. I got that contract sent to me before I even left my hotel. That day up in uh, well, and Johnstown. Well, because you and I, crazy. you and I went out together uh, yeah, in Johnstown. That is true. That is and, true. And and like we rode together and stuff. And then we were, I was literally working on putting that fight together. And like we we were good to go. And then I see you have a fight. I'm like, dude, what? what did you <laughs> How play? did that happen? Listen, yeah. Mike, I woke up that Sunday after uh, after the fight, and Mike Wilkins texted me. He goes, hey, I got you a title fight. I was like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's Showtime. Go. Let's I'll go. sign it right now. Yeah. Yep. No, we... we uh, I'm young. I'm fresh. Like, I want to be... I, I'm not good. one of them guys that want to... Oh, he's not a good matchup. Especially at the amateur level. I hate when people are like, oh, last fight. I didn't wrestle enough. I need to work on more jujitsu or strike. I'm like, dude, we're amateurs. You go, go fight. Take hard fights. Mm -hmm. You take hard fights now. Like, I've never said no... Not a lot of people know about this story. So my my second loss. Two four seven uh, Pittsburgh Combat Sports Podcast exclusive here with Josh. There Fisici. you go. So, <laughs> so I signed a fight for Ohio Combat League. I was in the title tournament for one seventy. I was uh, I was going through some real personal things. I had some substance problems, and I was getting really bad. And I uh, I had to go. I basically checked myself in a rehab. I was like, look, I'm fucking up. I need to get my life together. I'm not trying to, you know, be a woulda, coulda, shoulda, or washed up has been. Uh, texted Mike Wilkins. I was like, hey, dude, I'm going to, I got to go sit my ass down for a little bit. I will be out before the fight. I'm going to go fight this dude. This kid I was fighting was like 4-0, two-division kickboxing champ. Like, straight up, his name's Melvin Harris. He's a monster. He's about to turn pro. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to go do this little rehab thing, come out, beat this dude up, and, mm. you know, go on about my day. Because I, I wanted to fight Chase, because Chase was in the tournament, too. So I'm like, I got to get through this dude so I can whoop him. Went, did rehab, got out with, like, two weeks to train, basically. Almost died making... I didn't even make weight. It's the only time I ever missed weight in my life. Mason DeLess is in my room with me as I'm cutting weight with a credit card, scraping sweat off oh me. Oh, my God. To try to get me to... I missed by five pounds. I was off. Yeah, he, he, I was. I went to uh, Melvin. I was like, "Look, man, I'm not gonna make the weight. You know, I still want to fight you. I'm not trying to back out or nothing." He's like, "All right, let me talk to my coach." He talked to his coach. Coach was like, "Sure, we'll do it." We fought. Uh, first round went pretty well for me. Second round, I had nothing in the tank. Got blasted in the liver and put away. But that's my thing. But like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I didn't have a full camp." And I said, "I gave the promoter my word. I signed a contract. I sold a ton of tickets. I gave you my word as a man that I'm gonna show up." I missed weight. I feel bad about that. I still put some money in your pocket, and I got in the cage and fought. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be all the extras. Of, oh my, my pinky hurts, or you know my sure. my grandma. My grandma died six months ago, and it's not like fighters fight. It's what we do. 
Well, that's music to our ears, obviously. That's how... Obviously, we would never want a fighter to go into the cage compromised either. Like, there is a line where if you're genuinely injured, injured, don't fight. Concussion. Concussion, broken Concussion, jaw. Yeah. You know, things, yeah. things of that <laughs> nature. <laughs> things of that nature, perhaps. Yeah. Like, there is a line where it's just not worth it. But that's awesome that you said, like, I signed a contract. I gave him my word. I'm honoring my commitment, man. There's something to that. A lot of guys think they can just show up and then two weeks out, I don't feel like fighting anymore. It's no, like... Dude. Yeah, there's sometimes I don't feel like I'd be a liar if I said there's sometimes every I don't feel fighter like gets fighting, that. Like, Kama said that before his last fight. Kama said I I had a moment before that fight where I was like, why am I even doing this? Like I don't even want to be here. I never get that. I don't. Once I'm there, I, I get excited because I'm like, this is what I worked for. This is all them days where I didn't want to train and eat eat rabbit food. You know, I'm eating lettuce left and right all day, smashing two gallons of water. It's just. The things that I put myself through, like, it's fun for me. Like, you've seen, I'm talking in between rounds. Yeah. I'm talking to the yeah. ref. I'm talking to him while he's on the ground. Like, I love it more. There's nothing else I'd rather do in the world. Hell yeah, dude. It's very evident with your fights. <laughs> and I want to talk about the Mike Wilkins hula. Talk to me about that. Where did that originate? So Mike has no knockout power at <laughs> all. <laughs> Mike has zero knockout. Mike could, you know... And crack someone and they're not going to sleep. Me, on the other hand, I flick someone and they're unconscious. It was a uh, he knocked someone out one time and that was his hula. He just he did he that. Did that he dance? did that dance. That's awesome. So I told him, I said, Mike, next time I knock someone out, I'm gonna do the hula dance. Oh my Listen, God. I've hit that in the cage. I'll hit that when I'm out in the club dancing. Like it, it transcends all platforms. You can always hit the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Wilkins hula dance. Is that going to become a stout staple in general, or is that just your thing? I th- uh, I don't know, man. I'm a, I might pass it to the younger generation. Lucas might do it when he whoops somebody again. Right so. on. That would be sick. Shout out to Lucas. He's a dog. I he's love. A I love that kid, man. I'm excited that he's here in Pittsburgh now, oh, man. Yeah. He's gonna do. He's gonna do big, big things. I think. Obviously, he's been on the podcast several times, on our fight card several times. Love that kid. Oh yeah. What do you think about the rest? I want to talk about the rest of your stout boys on this card, man. It's not just Logan Pryor versus Tanner Cahill. James Padmore, Tim Bailey, Mason. I'm forgetting one. Help me out. There's one more. Miguel. Miguel, Miguel obviously, yeah. Yeah, Jeez. Miguel's transition and how good he's getting, it's scary because I met him when I first started, and he was young. He's still crazy young. But, like, I met Miguel, and he was – I'm like, how old are you? I, fuck, I can't really remember, but just, like – we were training the other day. Uh, Bob Meese came down and we were doing some oh, drills. The Stingray. Yes. Shout Hell out to yeah. Bob Meese. He's a, he's another reason I've leveled up so much in my legend, striking. Legend, bro. He's Absolute a legend. legend. But yeah, I was watching Miguel move and I'm like, oh, he's like a young man now. I remember because like, in my mind, I look at him like he was like some young kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's really developing in. Like, I'm so I'm excited to watch him fight, man. Especially because he's he bounced around a lot from my knowledge. And now he's like sticking with a gym and has the same coaches constantly. And he's not getting... Pulled 17 different directions. He's nasty, dude. Oh, yeah. And my biggest thing about Mike and Will that I've seen is uh, a lot of coaches, they want you to win with what they teach you. Mm. You know, like if you're striking at a gym and they're like, the striking coach wants you to win with your boxing or the wrestling coach wants you to win with the wrestling. If that's not the type of fighter you are, their job is to teach you how to, if you're a grappler, to strike... Excuse me. Nice. The striking the striking coach's job is to teach you enough hands to where you can get it on a takedown and take it into your realm, right? Right. Mike and Will want you to win however you are gonna win. There's mm. no oh well this, I showed you this double leg, so you need to hit this door in the fight. They demand greatness, but they want you to do it your way. They don't really influence you to have a certain type of style. It's you find your own style, 
you figure out what works for you and we will you know mold you to be the best you you can possibly be dude the stout guys are all so good mega testament to mike and will obviously but what impresses me the most is how well-rounded every stout guy is i thought when Zack snyder made his debut <laughs> for us I thought, you know, he's only ever posting about Muay Thai. So I'm like, all right, he's a striker. He wrestled, he out wrestled him for three he rounds. He is the like, most what? athletic non wrestler I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And it's, I love that, dude, because he's such a nice guy. That's oh, the front, the, the front desk sensei. Dude, he's amazing. That's one of the best nicknames ever, by the way. I love that front desk sensei. He looks like Jesus. He I, truly looks like Jesus. I made a meme one time. Jesus. Sure, you've seen it. Jesus is sitting there talking to all the his apostles and whatnot like <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach was sitting like that at the front desk no one day talking to all these no people. Way. I'll pull it up in my phone for you off the center. That's gorgeous. But yeah, it looked just like that. I don't know where in my brain was like, oh my God, I got to meme this. But I went right to my car. I was like, good call. Fired good it call. up and sent it to him. I like how stout, like you guys are clearly all friends besides being training partners. Like there's a business aspect, but there's also the friendly aspect, which I think is awesome. Like that camaraderie mentioned that meme like andy anderson's always getting memed up <laughs> like you guys just meme each other mess I with each other andy. it's so fun dude i mean you're with these people more than you are your own family because we all have a common goal we all have a common goal we're all working towards the same thing granted it's it's individual but you know like if my teammate needs to cut weight and i don't gotta fight i'm, I'm in the sauna with you if i need nice. somebody to, if i need somebody to hold mitts for me you need somebody to hold mitts for you like we, we're always there for each other like i Brittany Bickhart, savage. Anytime I need something, that's my, I call her my little brother, man. Nice. She's, I'll hold mitts for you. She's holding mitts for me. We're in a sauna. Tim Bailey, man. Tim, last time I needed to cut weight, Tim was right there with me. Like, I just had Tim over for Thanksgiving not too long that's ago. That's sick. Yeah. Like, I we, love we, that. We are a very tight knit group. Nice. I want to talk about the sauna a little bit. This is for my own personal use because I'm going to hit the sauna to make weight, but I've never done it before. Really? What can I expect? I'm water loading all week. My diet's super clean right now. Water loading. The guy I'm talking to, uh, Eddie Rovnak at Immortal Diet Optimization. I've been hitting him up. To okay, help okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. He's like, I would sauna a little bit on Thursday. Like, don't just wait till Friday since you've never done it and try to get it all out at once. Wait, have you been saunaing at all? Is your body acclimated to the Not heat? at all. Oh. Not at all. Dude, it's going to be miserable. It's going to be miserable. <laughs> it's going to be miserable regardless, but your yeah, body... Yeah. I would honestly, I'd do it a couple times prior just to get my body acclimated to the heat. Because okay. if not, it's going to be that much worse. Okay. All right. It's that much worse. How much do you plan on cutting in water? I don't know. Like, I don't know what to expect. I guess, like, what should I expect? I Like I said, I have 13 pounds to go Friday, by Friday. By Friday, I would try to get down to under 10. Because that's because, okay. especially because you've never done it, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Like, really bad, man. <laughs> Seriously. Because you're going to have to, like, you you i love you as a friend and i think you're a great person you might quit dude it's horrible oh dude it's horrible now, dude i'm gonna just play that clip the entire time i'm in there thinking about quitting i'm gonna I'm, play you saying I'm that i'm telling you man it's rough bro because it's like i'll sauna for 15 minutes with the sweats on i get out i get wrapped up like a burrito i lay there for 10 15 or until i feel my body start to cool down then i'm right back in the sauna 10 15 rinse rinse and repeat then i check my weight maybe after about two or three rounds of that how and much then, do you lose like in two or three rounds how much can you lose anywhere from five to ten depending on how water loaded you legit. are yeah yeah will got us water loading pretty uh pretty legit a lot of people dial back on their water the closer they get to their cut which doesn't make sense we drink more so like the day before I water cut, I'm drinking up to three gallons of water. Oh, that's so much water. <laughs> that's dude. 24. A gallon of water is eight pounds. Oh my god! I'm drinking 24 pounds of water. 
Unbelievable. So here's what I never understood just from a scientific standpoint about the water. Like you just said, if you're ingesting 24 pounds of water, how does that help you lose? You know what I'm saying? Like because it's so there's so much in your body. Like you can sweat it out. The most I've ever cut was 15 pounds of water. It was it sucked. It was absolutely Yeah, I'm not horrible. trying to put myself through that. I want to get like striking distance before the sauna. That's why I said, <laughs> yeah. I honestly, if I were you, I'd try to get under 10, ideally like five to seven. Okay. Because you'll the first time, you'll be like, all right, cool. I'll never want to do that again. <laughs> I'm like, never That's doing the only that time I ever questioned fighting. And I'm like, fuck, dude, why, why am I doing this? You always hear that and, and see that and hear fighters complain about cutting weight. So. There's a part of me, like, I'm definitely not excited about it. Don't get it twisted. I'm not excited at all. But there's a part of me that's like, I'm glad that I'm going to experience this. Well, now yeah. you, you will be in the club. There's not a lot of people that, that cut weight like that, man. And that's for no like, reason. I don't have a signed bout agreement. I don't have any reason to just act. to prove to yourself. Exactly. That's what it turned into at this point. Especially with Ryan and Jim, like Danny well, he Palm. Already, he already backed yeah, out. Yeah, everybody else <laughs> just quit on me. And I'm like, all right, I had freaking like the most to lose too. I started at 242, get down to 205. Like, come on. Dude, that's uh, <laughs> that's impressive, man. Because people think five pounds isn't a lot of weight. I'm like, go pick up a five pound bag of sugar and walk around with it for about an hour. Yeah, Your arm you feel yeah, different. You feel, you feel oh, different. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Dude. So for you moving forward fighting, man, like what's the Visoki plan for 2023? I got I'm turning pro. Yeah, like for sure. I'm gonna, uh, like another Amy first, or one, just straight pro. One more Amy, okay. With one seventy, maybe depending on where I'm at weight wise, that we might do fifty five. But uh, yeah, we're turning pro within this calendar year. I'm excited. I was gonna say, how exciting is that for you, man? This your your whole life's leading up. That's to That's all I've wanted because <coughs> I'm sorry. We ch- Will has us train everything. Like, how many times have you seen a fighter transition from an amateur to a professional? And it's their pro debut, but it just looks like a high level amateur fight. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody throws an elbow right. here. Will wants us ready. So as soon as we make that transition, there's no because I've been in situations where I'm fighting in PA where I can't knee or elbow and I'm I'm training those things. So now I have to stop, think, assess the situation and go, okay, well, I can't do that. What can I do? And mm-hmm. it's like you're in there and it's everything's happening so fast. Right. You know what I mean? I just want to react, read mm-hmm. and react as opposed to really thinking it through. Like I'm, I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> That's exciting with you guys. And I think Siebert mentioned it too. And it was a mentality that I loved where he was like, a lot of people tell me just go fight in Ohio so you can ground and pound. He's like, but this is actually going to help me that I can't. So now when you guys and all the stout guys turn pro, like you said, showtime, baby, like you That's guys are I'm, ready for that. That's what I'm saying, man. It's they're They prepare us for the long run. Mm-hmm. They're getting us ready for our upcoming bout, but they're also thinking about the longevity of it and how, how can they take us to the next level? Which is why I say Stout is the best gym around, hands down. I mean, and we're yeah. gonna prove it on Saturday. I, that's what I was just gonna, gonna say. Prove it on Saturday. Talk about a time to prove it, man. Five Stout fighters on this Brawl on the Bird 15 card. I'm excited. I'm so I can't excited. expect to see you there, obviously. Oh, are you yeah. cornering it all? Or are you just uh, gonna be I'm, a fan? I'm gonna be back here helping uh, Padamore warm up. Right on. Yeah. Pat, I, I like him, man. He's super he's humble a, guy. He's a sweetheart. So dude. sweet. He's so fucking strong it's insane <laughs> like when he first started training i had to pull him to the side and be like listen dude you're a big strong and you don't understand like how strong you actually are because like no one would want to train with him other than me wow because he was just like he's just big and strong and would like rip things and strike he has good striking and he's a big just big strong dude i'll say seven more times but yeah i was like listen man you have those assets now you need to learn how to bring it in because i was kind right. of the same way just like at the old gym <clears throat> 
grease up, little gloves, no shins. We're going like it wasn't structured like it is mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And he's he got that dog in him, which I like. So I'm excited. To, I'm excited to watch them all fight, man. Dude, it's also exciting that there's such a wide range. Like prior making his debut, Padmore's second fight, Bailey his second fight with us, third overall. But then you've got two advanced Amis like Mason. We talked about a little bit. Mason's as good as it gets as an Ami flyweight, dude. <laughs> he gets my heart going because Mason's going to either be super technical and come out and pick you apart, or he's just going to start talking. <laughs> or he's just going to start talking. Uh, who was it? Ohio Combat League. Me and him fought on the same card. Mason came out and just start throwing haymakers, dropped this kid like three times, jumped on his back, grabbed his neck, start choking his shit out of him. And I was, mm. That was the first time I've ever seen him fight in person. I was just like, Oh that was the most, God. yeah, that was the most craziest shit I've seen live mm-hmm. ever. Like, I will always watch a Mason fight. I'm, I'm not missing out. He's so talented, man. That matchup's sick. The kid he's fighting is very good. Like, that, to me, might be the claim to, like, the best amateur flyweight in the country. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, how many more are there? Now that Josh Pereira's pro. He's a stud. Yeah, like, he was in the conversation, obviously. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So, Mason... I mean, I don't expect you to speak on his behalf, but is he probably looking to go pro soon too after that? Oh, yeah. There's nowhere really else to go. Listen, me and him were just talking about that uh, last Saturday. He's, yeah. Uh, he's excited. He's like, you know, he got plan. I'm not going to say what he what he what what his plan is and this and that and the other, but he's looking at it very soon too. A lot of us are. Me, him, Bickhart. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a, a Brit fights on what is it? January 7th for OCL. I got to shout out my little Right player. on. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah title That's fight. sick. Hey, man, we always support him. Like I said, there was a uh, Fur Dawes fought up in Erie. You fought up in Erie. Like, we're going to promote you guys. Like, oh, we're I know. Here. That's what, we, like I said, I, I appreciate yeah. you guys. You guys got to get her on a card. You got to get somebody that will fight her first before you get her on we a card. We want that for sure. Oh, yeah. We want that for sure. She's never been made available to us for matching yet, but. High demand, man. Dude, <laughs> and females are so hard to match, bro. Oh, yeah. The pool is so small. And especially when you get one with experience, like Cheyenne or Britt. Like they've already fought all the options nearby. It's I think like, they fought each other they before, did. if I'm not mistaken. They yeah. did, yeah. I forget who won. Cheyenne even told me. I think Britt won, actually. Sorry. Sorry if you won, Cheyenne. <laughs> Don't <laughs> choke me. I'm sure I'll hear about it at the gym sometime yeah, this week. For sure. But yeah, brother, we're excited for wherever the future takes you. You know, you always got a, a got a home in a cage with us. Oh, absolutely, man. My goal. See, I say pro, I need a two four seven belt soon. Soon. Okay. So what that or let me beat up Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Send it off. Joshua Soki, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thank you for having me yeah, on, brother. Sure. Appreciate it. You're the man. <laughs>